0: Section sixteen of Happy Days This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Happy Days by A. A. Milne. Chapter 16. The Doctor May I look at my watch? I asked my partner, breaking a silence which had lasted from the beginning of the waltz oh have you got a watch she drawled how exciting i wasn't going to show it to you i said but i always think it looks so bad for a man to remove his arm from a lady's waist in order to look at his watch i mean without some sort of apology or explanation as though he were wondering if he could possibly stick another five minutes of it let me know when the apology is beginning said miss white perhaps after all her name wasn't white But anyhow she was dressed in white and it's her own fault if wrong impressions arise it begins at once i've got to catch a train home there's one at twelve forty five i believe if i started now i could just miss it you don't live in these northern heights then no do you yes i looked at my watch again i should love to discuss with you the relative advantages of london and greater london i said the flats and cats of one, and the big gardens of the other, but just at the moment the only thing I can think of is whether I shall like the walk home. Are there any dangerous passes to cross? "'It is a nice wet night for a walk,' said Mrs. White, reflectively. "'If only I had brought my bicycle.' "'A watch and a bicycle? You are lucky. Look here, it may be a joke to you, but I don't fancy myself coming down the mountains at night.' The last train goes at one o'clock, if that's any good to you. All the good in the world, I said joyfully. Then I needn't walk. I looked at my watch. That gives us five minutes more. I can almost tell you all about myself in that time. It generally takes longer than that, said Miss White. At least it seems to. She sighed and added, My partners have been very autobiographical tonight. I looked at her severely. I'm afraid you're a suffragette, I said. As soon as the next dance began, I hurried off to find my hostess. I had just caught sight of her when— "'Our dance, isn't it?' said a voice. I turned and recognized a girl in blue. "'Ah,' I said, coldly cheerful, "'I was just looking for you. Come along.' We broke into a gay and happy step, suggestive of twin hearts utterly free from care. "'Why do you look so thoughtful?' asked the girl in blue, after ten minutes of it. "'I've just heard some good news,' I said oh do tell me i don't know if it would really interest you i'm sure it would well several miles from here there may be a train if one can find it which goes nobody quite knows where up till one thirty in the morning probably it is now i added looking at my watch i was getting quite good at this just on one o'clock and raining hard all is well the dance over i searched in vain for my hostess Every minute I took out my watch and seemed to feel that another tram was just starting off to some unknown destination. At last I could bear it no longer, and, deciding to write a letter of explanation on the morrow, I dashed off. My instructions from Mrs. White with regard to the habitat of trams, thrown in by her at the last moment in case the train failed me, were vague. Five minutes' walk convinced me that I had completely lost any good that they might ever have been to me, Instinct and common sense were the only guides left. I must settle down to some heavy detective work. The steady rain had washed out any footprints that might have been of assistance, and I was unable to follow up the slot of a tram conductor of which I had discovered traces in Two Hundred and Fifty First Street. In Three Thousand Eight Hundred and Ninety Seventh Street, I lay with my ear to the ground and listened intently, for I seemed to hear the ting ting of the electric car but nothing came of it. And in Four Millionth Street I made a new resolution. I decided to give up looking for trams, and to search instead for London, the London I knew. I felt pretty certain that I was still in one of the home counties, and I did not seem to remember having crossed the Thames, so that if only I could find a star which pointed to the south, I was in a fair way to get home. I set out to look for a star, with the natural result that, having abandoned all hope of finding a man, I immediately ran into him. Now then, he said good-naturedly, could you tell me the way to—I tried to think of some place near my London—to Westminster Abbey? He looked at me in astonishment. His feelings seemed to be that I was too late for the coronation and too early for the morning service. Or—or anywhere, I said hurriedly. Trams, for instance." He pointed nervously to the right and disappeared. Imagine my joy! There were tram-lines, and better still, a tram approaching. I tumbled in, gave the conductor a penny, and got a workman's ticket in exchange. Ten minutes later we reached the terminus. I had wondered where we should arrive, but didn't so much mind as long as I was again within reach of a cab. However, as soon as I stepped out of the tram, I knew at once where I was tell me i said to the conductor do you now go back again in ten minutes there is a tram from here every half hour when is the last there is no last backwards and forwards all night i should have liked to stop and sympathize but i was getting late i walked a hundred yards up the hill and turned to the right as i entered the gates i could hear the sound of music isn't this our dance i said to miss white who was taking a breather at the hall door one moment, I added, and I got out of my coat and umbrella. Is it? I thought you'd gone. Oh, no, I decided to stay after all. I found out that the trams go all night. We walked in together. I won't be more autobiographical than I can help, I said, but I must say it's a hard life, a doctor's. One is called away in the middle of a dance to a difficult case of of mumps or something, and, well, there you are." a delightful evening spoilt. if one is lucky one may get back in time for a waltz or two at the end indeed i said as we began to dance at one time to-night i quite thought i wasn't going to get back here at all end of chapter sixteen